to the Rimmel and Hart show. I'm not Rimmel. <laughs> I'm Rimmel and he's Hart. And today we have lots of um, un-irrelevant, uninteresting things to talk about. Stupid news of the week. Well, um, there was a story in the news the other day that you heard about. What was it? You were talking about before post? Um, well, this woman from New Mexico stabbed her boyfriend to death for cheating at Monopoly. Well, they say Monopoly is based on real life. But I don't, while she's in there, I don't think she can get a, a get a, a jail-free card. <laughs> Something like a little inkle is telling me that. I think I agree with you there, Richard. And I'm on the subject. If it's about real life, why have I never seen a community chess before? <laughs> so um, this was in Mexico. New Mexico. Oh, New Mexico. It's like yeah, the old one. New Mexico, not like the old one where all the immigrants did. It's the real one. <laughs> I can imagine like, like the film Machete where people go into New Mexico and it's like the border patrols just shooting them all up as they run in Yeah. oh yeah I have a um, announcement to make today what's your announcement Rick? from January the 1st last year I decided to myself after a challenge from our friend Nathan um, let's, Richard I bet you can't watch a film a day well I'm glad to say I can watch a film a day so you actually finished it now? I finished it yeah my last film was Forrest Gump, and that's my favourite film. So you went a whole year without watching Forrest Gump, just so you could watch it on the last day? Yeah. And I watched Transformers, the animated movie this year. I've been meaning to get round to it. Awesome 80s soundtrack. I, I, I think it had two songs in, because they, they play the same two over and over again. The same two over and over and over. Yeah, it's like they have a fetish with Stan Bush. <laughs> so it's the new year, finally. Going to be the same old p- as last year. Yeah, I mean, what makes me laugh is how most people are like, yeah, it's New Year. And most people I've spoken to today said, um, oh, we went to bed at half eleven. I know exactly what I was doing at midnight. I was on ITV4 watching Mad Max 3. Mm-hmm. And trust me, Mad Max 3 wasn't very good. Really? Nah. Do you want to know what is good, Richard? What's good, Jeremy? Skyward Sword. I'm getting it tomorrow. Are you? Yes, I'm going down Basildon and getting a coffee of Skyward Sword. And I bought another game which I'd like to talk about. It's called Super Meat Boy. Or as I like to call it now, The Devil. Why is it The Devil? Because it's ridiculously hard. Is it? It always looks really easy. Okay, so you have to jump across a platform and not die. Easier said than done. Mario does it. Well, Mario's a plumber. But one thing that made me laugh was that in the thing it said different types of meat and it came up with Meatloaf Boy. Meat loaf boy. So I got a new album the other day. Did you? Yeah, I got Steel Panther's new album, a band which I have seen myself. Uh, the album's called Balls Out, and <laughs> I really enjoyed it. <laughs> There's a song uh, that takes after my own heart, being a golfer, called um, Just Like Tiger Woods. Do you want to know what song I like? I can't remember the name, 
it has a Christopher Walken reference. I, I know there is one like that, and there is one where he's moaning that he, he'll do it after he finishes Angry Birds. Or um, the song, If You Really Love Me, goes, Stop whining when I play Call of Duty. So I've heard this week that um, Russell Brand has split up with Katy Perry. I heard... Honestly, are you surprised? Not really, not at all. <laughs> I mean, I can imagine Russell being yes at first, and then it turned into him saying no. It was up, now it's down, that sort of thing. Yeah, like it used to be hot and now it's cold. Uh, he changed his mind. Like a girl changes clothes. Yeah, we have no clothes. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently she had an affair. Rumors. It was probably from it was probably from last Friday night, and she went, "I'm screwed." Yeah, last Friday night when she thinks they kissed, but she forgot. And, and then she hit the boulevard, which I don't know how you can hit something that's like a big object. Wait, that makes really sense. painfully. I also heard that um, Metallica's new album wasn't very good from Jules Holland. I forgot who it was with. Can I have a quick look now? Oh, Lou with Lou Reed. That's the one. Oh, it was really bad. Why was it bad? It just it was it wasn't Metallica. It was really bad, really really bad. How was it bad? You know when you listen to something and it just doesn't get you. Yeah, your song by Ellie Goulding. <laughs> well, for all the listeners that don't know, that is my least favourite song in the world. You you know what scares me most? If Eddie Goulding and that other little thing, Justin Bieber, had a baby, I'd be petrified. I thought you were on about Warwick Davis. Warwick Davis is awesome. That other Good. little thing. I watched an episode the other day of that um, was Life's Too Short. I love that. What episode did you watch? I watched the one where Liam Neeson was on it. He goes, um, oh, I, I had this comedy stick. I have AIDS. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I watched a film called um, Dead Silence. I felt dead watching it because it was really boring. I mean, it is so stupid. I don't know why people would be scared of it. I mean, think if if like, like Chucky was a, a you know man a puppet thing, not a duck killer doll. Yeah. The boring version of that. Okay, basically, it's about this puppet that is like really. Um, has a low self-esteem and stuff like that because this kid takes the mick out of him saying that the person's mouth's moving and apparently the puppet has a mind of its own and goes and kills a little kid and stretches his face so he's smiling I know it sounds stupid oh god it's about a puppet you never see really move you do pick some films Rick <laughs> and this wasn't even give. I didn't pick this film this was one from one of our other friends, Kerry Ann. What? Who said, I've got a film and it looks really scary. <laughs> like, it's about as scary as um, Kristen Stewart saying she wants to do another Twilight film. After they've stopped making them. <laughs> Personally, I just think they should make Bruce Campbell the musical. I know they've done Evil Dead, but no, it's just Bruce Campbell. <laughs> Man, it's just too cool. I mean, come on, he plays Elvis. Do you want to know what I watched the other day? A that film starring John C. Riley as this like rock star sort of person and it was based on Johnny Cash but for legal reasons they weren't allowed to mention his name at all is, is this the film where um, they take the mick out of the Beatles and yeah. you got all the American actors and they're trying to be the Republicans 
Yeah. Yeah. I saw John C. Riley in a, a kids' film, which I thought was quite interesting. Was it that Darren was... Chang one? I think it was called The Vampire's Assistant. Yeah, I thought that film was... It, the film was okay. It had its moments. I mean, there was this one line in it that made me quite laugh. It was, so, so now I'm a vampire, does that mean I can turn into a bat? No, that's just in the movies, idiot. Unless you're talking about Twilight, in which you don't turn into a bat, you sparkle. Oh, oh don't, do not get me started on that. I think this moves quite nicely into our next little section, doesn't it? Oh no, is that the intro music I can hear? The plot thickens. Alright, so basically, after watching one film and just seeing, hearing whiny little kids talk about the rest of the films, I can now value the whole Twilight saga. <laughs> From seeing one film, should I call it one endurance test? Which one did you watch? I watched the first one. What makes me laugh is people say, nah, the second one's better than the first one. No, that's like saying a poo is better than something than a turd. The still poo. I haven't seen such wooden a acting since Pinocchio. <laughs> okay, so basically, what I can gather from this, um, I don't know what you call it. Uh, it's certainly not a film. Endurance test. Yeah, what I gather from this endurance test is that this girl, whose name I think is Bella, and I think her name's Bella to try and relate to Bella Lugosi. Well, that's a poor um, little link, isn't it? So it's about this Bella who moves into a city with her dad that's really abusive and doesn't know how to cook, from what I gathered. And it's all about her sitting in a canteen and all of a sudden someone that looks like they're a... Um, Sparkly bastard. Gay. Someone that looks like a sun, sun cream model walks in with a couple <laughs> of others. She kind of goes, who is that guy? And the girl goes to him, but someone like, he's weird. So why would you go talk to them if someone you know says they're weird? You know what? There's this thing that I heard from another reviewer, and he said, because the plot says so. And trust me, I think the plot says so, so much for this franchise. If you could call it that. Or as the people put it, saga. But one thing I did go with, though, she, she looks up, she goes... I know what you are, and it's like, how old are you? Considering I'm speaking about it, it's more animated than her actual acting. It's like they were had uh, the, the director on the other side of the camera with a kitten and a gun through the whole thing. It's just like, I know what you are. And he's like, say it, say it out loud. And she's like, a vampire. Dun dun dun. Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, imagine if like, vampires from Dust Till Dawn and Blade came in the picture. Make it so much more interesting. I could imagine Blade coming in, seeing all the, the sparkly vampires and going, Oh, her on all. And then the whole film with them strong here going, Ah! No, bitch. Yeah. Surely by now you must know who not to duck with. <laughs> Did, uh, one thing that I got quite annoyed by by Twilight is the most enjoyment I got out was them playing baseball. Dun, Something that is brand-numbingly boring dun, to begin with. And apparently there are these other vampires that want her dead. And she just sits there the whole thing like, Turn me into a vampire! Turn me into Like a whiny child. And then he's like, No, it's too dangerous. 
but like what would be dangerous she could like you know live forever she wouldn't be more dangerous if she died anyway i mean why would she do that i don't know maybe or maybe it's just because the plot says so the plot says so or the writers felt lazy i mean one thing these vampires can run and jump and stuff and humans at some point might be like oh we can't defeat them but you tell them no i like to refer to them as the sparkly bastards because in the film you know how a vampire would you know burn away or turn into bones yeah or if you're from dusk till dawn turn into a liquid thing on a pool table yeah well no in this film they go into daylight and they sparkle sparkle and the worst that can happen is if a human sees them sparkle some old men come and beat them up like, hey, look at that weird kid, let's beat him. <laughs> okay, New Year's Eve, or as I like to call it, an excuse to overeat again before after Christmas. <laughs> well, what is it about this holiday that, well, if you could call it a holiday, well, well, why make such a big event of the New Year? I love how people are all like, yay, let's celebrate there being a New Year. But apparently the world's going to end next year, so why bother anyway? And it's 355 days till my birthday. Oh yeah, God, your birthday's the day before the world ends. So before the rapture, I'm going to be sitting there eating ice cream. Sea <laughs> Scout Rick! So when Richard went into this kayak, or as we like to call him, Sea Scout Rick, he, he, he was, it was sort of like the scene in Deliverance where he was going down the river and he saw a hillbilly. Well, saying that he's in Essex, of course he's going to find someone that looks like a hillbilly. So, uh, this Sea Scout Rick was going down the river, and he thought to himself, this reminds me of something. This reminds me of something. And then what he thought was, oh no, there's a waterfall in front of us, in Essex, and then something popped into his mind. Wait a minute, we're in Essex, I don't think there is a waterfall. Oh no, there's a waterfall in front of us, in Essex. Oh no, that isn't a waterfall. And then I thought, my god, this is like having a um, beachside in Birmingham. <laughs> oh no, this is like having a beachside in Birmingham. And so then he thought, oh, alright, I can go down this river. I've seen a lot of films. I'll probably survive in some stupid way. Little, little did Sea Scout Rick know that there wasn't a waterfall in Essex, obviously. I mean, that would be stupid. It was the waste disposal unit. Obviously, Sea Scout Rick isn't really that interesting. Yeah. So, Rimmel, since this is our first episode, will you explain what one of our least favourite films ever made is? We're not talking about that film, are we? What film? Are we on about the Justin Bieber movie? No. Okay, what's our least favourite film? Well, mine's, um, Nelly. I like that film. That's, what's your least favourite film? Dan in Real s- Life, because I've got a story about this. In year eight, me and three friends went to watch this movie because one of my friends told us it, all it was a comedy. He must have misread the poster, because it was a romantic comedy. Oh no, and we all know about romantic comedies. Yeah, so we ended up buying tickets for a chick flick that none of us enjoyed. See, I'm in the minority that when they watched it, literally had nothing else better to do, and wasn't really watching it, and kind of enjoyed it. Ah, now, one film I absolutely cannot stand, which I don't see why people like, is called Knowing. Why do you like that movie, Mimi? Tell me your experience first. I like Nicolas Cage as an actor. Okay, everyone loves a bit of the Cage. But... I love no, Nicolas Cage as an actor. And it's, it's a nice movie. Like, it's a good movie. 
yeah, the ending's a bit pointless, the way everything ends up ending anyway. So the whole movie was a pointless little cycle. But it was an enjoyable pointless little cycle. Okay, it was sold to me as an action film. There are two scenes in it, and they look like PS1 graphics. <laughs> like cardboard cutouts that you're walking past. So one thing I can stand was, yeah, you have a cool idea. And you would have thought, in it with an action film, with, with the exception of Die Hard and Terminator, you don't want a lot of story, you just want mindless, numbing explosions. We should make an action film here on the podcast. We should just do it now, you know, just interrupt this section and do it. You know what, I'm, I'm sure we could make a better action film than Noah. So do I. Do you want to do it now? You do the dialogue, I'll do the explosions. Let's make it up tonight. Join in next week where we see an epic finale to... Quite frankly, what sounded quite bad and improvised, but I hadn't written it. Thousands of Vietnamese children going rise into the stone. We're not going to have any swearing in the side. No.